0: You're listening to Moody Radio, eighty-nine point three, and guess who is back for our father-to-father conversation? Ten from Men, Jeff Burcause here. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> I am doing well. Um, trust things are settling down for your family a little bit. <laughs> We're with us for our last conversation. You heard a little bit about what Jeff has been going through, but tell us a little bit about. Professionally, Jeff Burkaw.
1: Well, I've had the awesome privilege of working at Spanish River Counseling in Boca uh, for the last 12 years. And we have uh, space in Lake Worth, uh, the office there, and also an office down in Fort Lauderdale at Axia Coral Ridge Presbyterian Church. And, and so it's been a, a tremendous privilege to work with these folks, men and women, that are dedicated to bring Christ and truth and help and healing. To whoever walks through that door,
0: do you do you have a specific um, group of people that you're working with, or whoever walks through that door?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm a marriage and family therapist, so I mm-hmm. tend to work with couples, folks that have struggles, you know, struggles with high conflict or deep grieving uh, issues that have been there for quite a while. My passion, my love, is to work with men, um, whether they are dealing again with the uh, anger issues or uh, just deep. Deep grief, or you know, maybe some confusion about their life, uh, not knowing, you know, even, you know, kind of like how to be a man sometimes in this culture. It's really, really tough, um, it,
0: real tough. Is it a good Valentine's Day gift as we get close here to tell your wife that you've got some counseling sessions for the two of you to better your relationship? That,
1: that would be fabulous. I mean, <laughs> and you talk about somebody that would be stunned. Uh, Because, you know, like we've talked about a couple times here on on this podcast before, us guys tend to keep things kind of under the wraps, you know, Mm -hmm. like we're cool, we're all right, I'm good, you know, and we don't like to necessarily um, reveal and open up. But uh, the Lord even tells us to bring light to the darkness and he wants us uh, to be open frankly. And it's tough to do that at times. It really
0: is. Well, if you'd like to find out how you can do that, the uh, contact information for Jeff is at ericandbridget.org. You'll find it there. Now, our goal here, what is our goal here? as we're working through this uh, these 10 for men?
1: <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's really about at, at this stage, we're talking about honoring our sons. And Uh, We decided – I loved it, Eric, when you said, hey, why don't we start at the root here, which is really honoring their mothers and really modeling the things that we're talking about. Because we want as as a couple, as man and wife, to be that headship over our sons that they can trust, that when we bring something to them, we're not just kind of – Uh, just uh, throwing it out there without our hearts or minds engaged, but particularly through the scriptures. That is what we're talking about, getting closer to Christ, following Christ, walking uh, with Christ.
0: So, you know, we talked last time about speaking the truth in love, and this time, where do we find out where that truth is? Well, we have to go to God's Word, don't we? Absolutely, which is one of the reasons why I love Deuteronomy for
1: men. I mean, guys, if you've never dove into Deuteronomy, I highly encourage you, because it's uh, it's got some phenomenal passages. First of all, it's very exciting. There's some awesome stuff there with, with what really what God was doing and has been doing all along in preparing us to be closer and closer to Him. But one of the things is is the is the focus on fathering and and our desire to be close to our family and know our family. What He says is, if you're going to know your you want to know your family, you want to be a good dad. Start with me because, of course, he's the best daddy of
0: a daddy. There's some really bad dads in Scripture, too, aren't there?
1: There are. And and the thing is, uh, I, again, thank, I'm so thankful to God that that he doesn't try to present this pristine, clean look. I mean, all men struggle with sin. King David, Solomon, we all do. And um, so the, the cool thing about Deuteronomy, it gives us a game plan and how we can actually start the process of training our children, walking with them daily, having the the, the scripture on our frontlets. I've had people say, what, we walk around with a placard <laughs> on, our, on our forehead say, no, it's more about where, where our mouth is going, where our eyes are going. We, we constantly are showing them through our face What's significant? What's important?
0: So, you know, you're the coach. We're sitting down and you're mapping things out on that whiteboard for us. What are some of the key details of the game plan that you have listed here?
1: First of all, ideally it would start early. But let's say we're like most of us where we, you know – Mom was a great mom. You know, she'd work with the little son, and we're kind of like not doing exactly how to get involved. So we kind of wait and wait and wait. And then at some point, we're kind of figuring, what do we do to really raise our sons, to really honor them? So it can start very early, you know, at a point where they might not understand the whole Scripture. But we can have these—there's some really great stuff out there, the youth— mm-hmm. Bibles for the little ones and Bible stories and things like that, we start early, just sitting there at some point. um I heard one man say, uh, luckily, uh he suggested we just crack the Bible open while we're all sitting there and slopping down our cereal and just you know read it together and read and pray together and and you know you you'd think that sometimes the kids are not paying much attention, you know it's not about creating this super highly disciplined space; it's more like Kind of like the way it says is we 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 walk it through we walk through the scriptures together we mm-hmm. kind of hang out together um, as we as our day becomes more and more comfortable with Christ I think that's what God is teaching us become more comfortable with me approach His throne of grace with with ease mm. you know and with with confidence
0: there are some easy things we can do the one thing I think that is easy that many guys miss. Is just waking up on a Sunday morning and taking your family to church. That I, I think um, we try to complicate things too much. Just showing up together as a family for church is an easy first step, isn't it?
1: It's it, absolutely. There's so many different aspects to it. First of all, it teaches them that this is important to us. That we want to. The key word there is worship. We mm-hmm. worship God because worship comes from the idea of worship. As in, God is worthy, Jesus is worthy. So, we are modeling for them is Christ is first. That actually is one of the great examples where we now are not just walking. The, in, through the word together, but now they're getting opportunity to be around other people that have like mindedness. Right, and if 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 somebody says, "But it doesn't say you have to go to church," I say, "And ah, Hebrews it does tell us to never forsake the gathering of His people. God does want us to be there together." And and all churches are broken. and All churches have struggles. So. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, especially if you're there, right? I mean, that's just the that's kind right. of way it is. If if I'm here or you're there or whatever, it's it's just going to be because we are also. But I think many times we look at that that Sunday as the last day of the week as opposed to the first day of the week. We really need to position it differently in our minds, don't we? Absolutely, and that's
1: it's spot on because it is the first day of the week. It is it is kind of like the how we get going, how we start the race. Are we starting the race kind of stumbling and not knowing where we're going, or we start the race off going to the man who gives us the feet to run, who gives us the air to breathe, uh, the man, our God, our Savior, Jesus Christ— And then the other part of this, too, is um, even as – and I know families can struggle at times trying to get there and things can get complicated sometimes on Sunday mornings – our kids are watching us, you know, and even if we get a little frustrated here and there, but then they see us still follow through. They know deep down something special is going on because, first of all, it creates kind of a, a tribal perspective where the troops are going together. Mm-hmm. This is what we do. We're Burkha's. This is what we do kind of
0: thing. Well, I, I can talk to you about struggles on getting there to Sunday. You, you call it— Though, the phrase you're using is flee to Christ. That's an interesting way to say it, isn't it? Yes.
1: I I got that from a pastor who was visiting at Coral Ridge years ago when Coral Ridge was going through some really rough times after Dr. Kennedy passed away. And he reminded us. That dear, dear children, there's going to be struggles all around us. There's going to be things that are going to pull us back and we're going, to, we're going to lose our focus at times. So in Hebrews chapter 12, it tells us to keep our eyes fixed on Christ. But then when you look at other passages, particularly in the Old Testament, there's a sense of fleeing to God. He is our sanctuary. Hmm. No matter what's happening around us, that we find peace there. One person said it this way, the safest place in the universe and all the world is at the foot of the cross because that's where we have the covering of the blood of Christ. So, yes, fleeing to Christ is what we are modeling. Um, and I that goes back to kind of what we talked about, being open with our kids. Right. If I'm having a rough day and, and my son comes up, oh, I'm fine, son. I No, so son, you know, I've, yeah, I have some struggles here. I mean, not that I have to give him all the details. It's I'm um, to cover the household. But I can then say, you know what, would you pray with me for a second? I think we need to go to God about this. Mm. That's modeling,
0: you know. You mentioned— Spending time with them in Scripture, just, you know, making it part of your routine. Uh, I talked about going to church. You talked about fleeing to Christ. But those are all kind of out-front things. Are there things we do alone that help model this to our son? Of course. Um,
1: if, if I'm a man that's going to try to, quote-unquote, be strong in myself, this is going to fail. So Christ tells us to be strong in him and through him and to him. So I do believe that the challenge here, and again, we go right back to Deuteronomy chapter 6, is that we as men need to be walking that first. Now, I'm not here to, you know, shame on you if we're not, okay? It comes in all sorts of forms. It could be praying to him while I'm walking along. This this really interesting passage in New Testament, pray without ceasing. I've come to realize it's kind of like, And I don't know if this is psychologically healthy or not, but I'm constantly talking with God in my mind like, Mm -hmm. Lord, thank you for this or please help me with this. It's important to have those times where we're in our prayer closet and it's all about God and we're facing him. But it's almost like a a constant walk. In other words, my breathing of air and my walk with him become the same thing.
0: Well, Jeff, again— It flew by so (laughs) fast. Uh, He'll be back, though. We're going to have some more time with Jeff uh, in a couple weeks. If you'd like to catch up or listen to this again, just go to your favorite podcast service, search Mornings with Eric and Bridget, and you can listen to this feature again, 10 for Men. Jeff, thanks for coming in again this morning. It's been my pleasure, sir. You're listening to Moody Radio 9.3.